Oh, what up, guys? It's been a while since you've heard my voice at the top of one of these things, but uh, I want to be the first to share some good news with y'all. Taylor and I have heard your cries, your pleas to host another Game Jam. So we're finally bringing it back. It's uh, it's the next installment of the One Mechanic Game Jam. That's right. We got OMG Jam 6 coming your way. The HIO page is not up yet, but I'm sure if you check back uh, here soon, we'll have... Uh, specific dates and times posted but for now you can you can put it on your calendars we're going to do something special we're going to set aside a, a big chunk of time for all y'all for your busy lives we we always aimed omg jam to have the lowest barrier of entry of any game jam out there and we're going to lower the barrier even more so get out your calendar get out your day planners or what have you and mark off the entire week, Monday, December 9th, to the following Monday, December 16th, and prepare yourselves for OMG Jam 6. 6. 6. 6. Game Dev Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Game Devs Quest, your once weekly uh, podcast about <laughs> game development, um, following two bros and things. You got, you guys know the drill. What am I saying here? I'm Rhett. I'm Taylor. And we're joined by our good buddy off the Discord server, uh, Antic Dope. If you want to give your real name, you can, but I'm fine just calling you Antic the yeah, whole time. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, people, people can call me whatever they want. Uh, real name's Dylan, but... I, I feel like more people call me Antic Dope than Dylan, so I think Did it any, works out. Anyone ever call you Dill Dog? <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten Dildog. I've gotten everything under the sun, man. You you don't want to know how far that goes. Uh, I have a cousin named Dylan, and I don't know why my dad always called him Dill Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad would. Yeah, I don't know why, but my instinct originally was to was to go for dill dope, but then I was like, that sounds too much like dill dope. Yeah. <laughs> that's just too close. <laughs> that was my that was the uh, like the bully name that that I got in like middle school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. People called me rat, which rat? is like super. Un- that's clever. Yeah. Mine was yeah, I, trailer. That's- trailer <laughs> nice. yeah i had never heard that before yeah when i was really young like i think early middle school fifth grade or something some seventh or eighth graders called me trailer yeah what but, up trailer yeah oh my god dude you dildo just rat yourself. trailer <laughs> oh no that's, wow. like that's where this podcast name. is headed <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, cool. For, for real, Anik. Thanks for being on, man. I've been excited to have you on for a while. Yeah, we've uh, talked about uh, having you join us uh, off and on for months. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. We're we're glad to have you on board. Uh, Antic yeah, it- uh, makes some really freaking great artwork. Like his pixel art is legit. Totally. But not, not only, only just that, pixel art, our, our logo. Yeah, yeah. 
our uh, new GDQ logo that uh, we changed a few months ago. Uh, you guys can see it on the Discord. You can see it on our Twitter. You can see it on our website. Um, he made that for us as well, and it looks uh, very beautiful. And I think like encompasses like the vibe that we wished we had from day one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I was I was late uh, joining uh, the GDQ community, so uh, I, I I was probably last to board as far as like the core group goes. So it's it's you know it's my fault that you guys didn't have it sooner. Well, I uh, I didn't want to say that, but now that it's out yeah. in the open, no, uh, I, I take full <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> no, dude, you were like, if you were last, you came in with a hurrah because like you rallied the troops. Yeah, I feel like that, that's 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 probably true. I'll take credit for that too. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, during the slow season, uh, Anik came in and started chatting up the Discord and. That's all it takes. You got like one talkative person and then people start getting involved again. So Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Much obliged. You just well, force them. Always... You just yeah, force them to talk go. or or yeah. you know, or leave. That's how it yeah. works. No, you you were saying force them. I thought you were yep. like it's a foursome. I was like now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Dildo's talking uh, about a foursome. <laughs> wow, this is the trash episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Get out of here. This is pretty tame compared to some of the no, stuff we talked about. You should listen to some of Rhett's other podcasts. Oh, like I what? have. Man. Duel of Taints. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's some stuff in there I'm not super proud of, but I'm not going to erase it. Yeah. It's not like we we never really disparage anybody, but um, there was a couple things where like some people came out and they're like, yo, isn't that pretty like... Yeah, you know, I can't even remember some of the stuff that they're like, isn't that kind of homophobic? And it's like, I literally made jokes about how I would like suck a dick for, you know, like something <laughs> I don't even know. And uh, I was like, that's like the opposite of phobic. That's now you're getting just homoerotic with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <gasps> wow. I'm getting right. homophiliac. Oh jeez. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways, let's get that shit back yeah, on course uh, here. All right, all right. Let's take that NC seventeen rating down to uh, PG thirteen. Uh, Antic, what's up, dude? What what have you been oh up my to? God. Like, what? You're like, let's bring this back down. All right, let me just pump the brake. Hey, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, well, it's okay. So it's interesting because. Anecdote and I go on these little spurts where, like, behind the scenes, he and I talk a lot, and sometimes we work on projects together that always seem to fail somehow. <clears throat> Probably my fault, but usually, yeah. Uh, so I'm curious, like, what you've been up to. Um, I know we still have our game kind of out there. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's a work in progress. Yeah. Um, what it. Yeah, besides that, uh, I've been doing some commission work. Um, just recently did some commission work for one of our GDQers. Um, oh, cool. Yep, which is turning out great. Uh, he's building a prototype. Uh, Spencerosaurus Rex is building a prototype of an alchemy game, um, yeah, nice. which I did all the art for. Uh, I, As far as I know, I'm still doing... Uh, 
Manbeard Games is doing a Udemy course, and I'm still working on that. I actually have all of the assets done uh, for the most part, just kind of waiting to see where that's going. And besides that, I still do pixel art every day. Um, yeah, I think I think really as far as as our community is concerned, I've been working on um, I've been working on a little. I wouldn't call it a game. I would call it a a prototype or a test of just some mechanics for a game. But I've been stuck on it recently, so um, kind of go with the flow. Uh, so that's that's been that's been not going well. Uh, <laughs> so so I stopped <laughs> I stopped working on that um, just to kind of realign myself um and not yeah. get too stuck on one thing was this the game you're making in godot the, uh like, yeah and i game? actually i actually took the entire thing that i had in godot and i put it into game maker sweet um so it's in game maker and i actually went to kind of a low res version of it um just because it's quicker to prototype yeah if i'm you know if I only have to throw eight pixels on a screen, um, so I've been prototyping that, but I'm I have a bug in my like uh, movement code, and I just can't get past it. I I worked on it for like thirty hours and could not figure out what I was doing Whoa. wrong. Yeah. Dang. So. Do you talk to your producer at all? I did. Uh, we had like a short conversation in the discord but um i wasn't able to figure out what he was saying oh (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that that's what happens when you're when you're a noob when you're coding noob well yeah we talked about that a lot at the very like beginning of the podcast too how sometimes like the biggest barrier of entry is just like the vocabulary of you know, right. like if somebody's describing something and you have no common ground, like it's yeah. hard to it's hard to learn stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a big. Well, and I and I have I've worked a lot with um, scripting languages, so I've worked in Arduino language a lot. Um, a kind of hobby of mine is microelectronics. Oh, nice. Um, so I've worked with uh, a, a little bit of Python and a little bit of Arduino language just to get scripts working. So the barrier of entry I thought would not be too daunting, but um, so far it's been just hard. Hard is the only yeah. way to describe it. Game programming's weird. Like, it, I feel like there's nothing else that I've really done that's been quite the same. Because it's all like, you know, time-based and stuff like um you know if you want a character to do something for a certain amount of or well i don't know it's like movement and stuff you got to figure out like how many frames things last for and like most web development stuff like that it's just based off of like click events and stuff like that whereas i don't know game programming is weird like i still have a lot of trouble with it yeah, it's and, really tough. And if you don't do it consistently, like I've 
kind of fallen into this lately. I haven't been game programming much for like the last couple of months. And now I like am intimidated to even try and start again, you know, even like working with code bases that I've, I've made myself. It's like, I don't even remember what I did or right. understand how I did it, you know? So, right. Well, that was one of the reasons that I wanted to switch from Godot, um, in the first place. Well, there were two main reasons. <clears throat> one was, and this is what I initially did was I wanted to learn I, I still want to learn um, C-sharp. And I was working in a Godot script or GD script um, for the initial <clears throat> for the initial build. And when I opened it after not working on it for like two months, it was half broken. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> like I finally got it working again um, in GDScript, but then I wanted to switch it. So I downloaded the mono version of Godot, which is in C sharp, um, and completely translated it. And I got back to the point where I was and realized that I didn't like the way that I was having to like interface with it. I'd used GameMaker in the past, um, and it's quick. So I just quickly, it only took me a few hours to remake the assets and throw it into GameMaker and get like a semi-working copy of what I had had. But, nice. um, but yeah, when I started actually implementing like complex, not even complex, but um, more than just up, down, left, right movement, it started to get like once i implemented collisions then it started to get uh buggy and it's been buggy yeah. ever since so that's where i'm at with it yeah i don't know how game maker does collisions but they're always sort of like me the neither man my existence yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i wish i did uh, yeah well that's like so going back to the game we were working on like programming in mono game I sort of had this moment today too, where I was like, God, "What should I even do, mono game anymore?" I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep bouncing around, but like, you have to program your own hitboxes and all this stuff, and figure out each edge case, and it just is like a lot to deal with. Right. So, I don't know. It's nice, right. like in Unity and stuff, you could just be like, add collision box or whatever and then it sort of figures it out for you but even then it's not like just one and done you, you still have little things you have to figure out yep but game maker works similarly um where you just kind of add a collision mask and then you know you tell it and then you add a collision event for whatever is colliding but it's it sounds so simple when i put it like that and it's just not yeah uh, my bug right now is every once in a while, if I move in a certain way, when I'm colliding with an object, I get stuck in the object. Oh, yeah. But it's like, not all the time, just certain times. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks, Game Maker. Yeah, it's almost, <laughs> I wonder if it's almost like if you if you go a certain speed or something, like the frame calculation is slightly off or something, and then it 
you know, it was like just before the collision, and then the next frame it's like overlapping or something. I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't even know what you're saying. Okay, well, I probably didn't do a very good job of explaining <laughs> it. But... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. yeah. So other than that, uh, I do. I I also do. Um, actually, where I started in animation was in Flash, and that's actually your logo was made in Flash, uh, or what Adobe calls Animate now. Yeah. Um, but I started uh, using Flash way back in 2006. Wow. And uh, and that's kind of... I took a 2D animation course back then um, in college and loved it so much um, that I've, I've used it ever since. And I've actually picked up a lot of freelance design work uh using using flash and animate um and that's kind of where i got just started as a designer um was using that software so i i still do uh quite a bit of flash work actually um when i get the opportunity yeah i remember having a conversation with you about that and i was surprised when you said you'd almost prefer that like vector art over pixel art oh Um, yeah absolutely I mean, it makes sense because pixel art seems so tedious and you have to go like frame by frame. But yep. so is that just kind of the main reason is it's much faster? Um, it's faster and a lot of times I can I can make things look cleaner um, in the animation stage uh, using vector art. I mean, vector art always looks clean, right? I mean, yeah. unless someone is taking the time to make extremely tedious changes to the line work. Um, the entire point of vector art is that it's clean. So, with that in mind, and using animate, I can I can like throw together a run cycle in just a few minutes, where it might take me an hour to um to animate a run cycle in like a sprite. Yeah, um, that's crazy so, fast though. Yeah, like a couple of minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, once you, because um, Animate uses um, a technique called tweening, um, where you basically, you enter the keyframes that you want your um, object to move towards, and then it does all the in-between frames for that. Oh, okay, um, that's and nice. And with, with a sprite, you're doing it frame by frame, right? So... Um, it also, in that sense, can be cleaner because you can have more frames in your cycle. I can do a 24-frame run cycle in um, in Animate in just a few minutes, and it takes me an hour to, to do a 6-frame run cycle in A-Sprite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's just a lot, a lot um, quicker. Totally. Yeah, that's. I took uh, computer animation in college as well, but we used Maya. It's 3D. Yep. Um, and that's the same type of thing. You pick your keyframes. It's like you want this object to move from here to here. It's like 10 frames or something, and maybe it stretches as well. Well, you only really care care about the first and the last frame. Right. Or you know each frame where it's gonna like change a certain way. So, yeah, that's nice. By the way. Rhett, <laughs> did I, like, put you off? I'm sorry, dude. I, like, 
just fall asleep. I feel asleep. like I like. I feel like I like totally just destroyed the conversation <laughs> earlier. Yeah, I've been waiting for you guys to stop talking so that I could say that, but um, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. We're having no, a like good time. Once Antic started going in. for it, I was just, I was content to like li- to listen. Okay, good. Like Love when we bro. got a guest, it's not just the red show, bro. I know. I know a little <laughs> bit of constraint. I, I know like nobody thinks show. that I do, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, we I, like I really enjoyed uh, what I listened to of uh, your D and D podcast, Rhett. Oh, dude, you checked that out? Yeah, I'm a I'm a huge I'm an avid D and D fan. And Dude. so I, I had to check it out. Thanks. I heard you yeah, had a it's, D&D podcast. it's fun. We struggle sometimes. Um, the early episodes are garbage, but uh, but what we're doing lately is like actually, it's been a lot of fun. So okay, well I've only listened to the early episodes. So yeah, like when I was DMing, it was it was fun. But uh, I literally started DMing day one and hadn't even like read the like five E rulebook, so I had no idea like what changed or anything like that. And um, and it was fun, but like our players kept dropping in and out, and there were so many problems and all this. And then one of our players was like, "I don't want to keep playing unless like I can DM." And I was like, "That's fine, I'll play a character." <laughs> so when I switched to being a character and stuff, I think the show took on a whole like different different life. But That's yeah, funny thanks, because man. DMing is difficult. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it is. And I, I, I enjoy doing it more than I enjoy playing because I like, well, A, I like writing stories and I like creating worlds and I like doing different voices and all that sort of stuff. Um, <clears throat> but it's almost a little bit more uh, interesting just like getting into like the one character. I, yep. I sort of got our podcast. It's almost anymore. It's almost more of like an improv, like... <laughs> improv comedy podcasts in some aspects because we're all just trying to make each other laugh and, yeah <laughs> uh, ha- like we did we played like a whole four-hour session like a few weeks ago several weeks ago and like i rolled the dice once <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun like i didn't even think about it until we were done you know but uh yeah but that being said that was a really long way of me saying yeah i enjoy dming more but there's just so much like stuff in the way and our dm that we had now like you can tell when he takes over, like, he asks a lot of questions of, like, what we think is, like, fair in terms of consequences and rules interpretation and things like that. Um, but he does a great job for, like, literally he never had played D&D until our show started, so. Yeah, 5e has a really good um, barrier of entry for both players and DMs. So yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's, it's an interesting. Now, do you guys use, um, I'm going to plug it. I'm going to plug it here. Do you guys use D&D Beyond at all? Um, yeah. So, like, I I use it to create um, random characters. and so, Like, when I was DMing, it had just come out, like, literally, like, almost, like, the same week. And so I would use it to create random character sheets and then, like, print those off. And, and, um, and now I use it a lot to, like, look at rules and to create like character sh- prototypes and stuff but uh the only thing i have a problem with is that like you got to buy everything yep. for the same cost as like it costs to like buy the books um and i'm not like super cool with that so um but it's like a good little thing like if if you um you know i don't know i think their character creation tool is like really solid um and if you're not like 
familiar with D&D anyways, it takes away like a lot of the more exotic options for character creation and like leaves you with like the stuff that's in the base rulebook, which is like all you need if you're a first time player. So anyway, yeah, we use it, but not that like not exclusively, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I I've I've been a huge advocate um for that from well, even within uh the GDQ Discord, uh there's a couple guys that are actually running campaigns right now and oh nice i've i've turned them on to D beyond every single time because i think well i have the um i bought the legendary bundle when it came out and i've just yeah. kept up with it ever since because it was a huge discount and um you get like a lifetime discount on everything so oh nice um it's been a huge asset uh to to my last campaign um, that I ran, and I'm I'm just starting a new one uh, now, and planning on using that pretty much exclusively. So nice, that's cool. You have to let me know how that goes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, but yeah that's play, yeah. yeah. Hmm? Do you play in person with people, Anik, or are you like an online? No, yeah, I use um, Roll Twenty. Oh yeah. Uh, which is kind of a virtual tabletop, um, but I, I stick to like kind of a class, classic D and D method. Um, so there's not. I use Roll Twenty as just a a visualizer when it's needed, but yeah. But we stick to more of just like a theater of the mind. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's all we do on the podcast. We don't we don't use minis or anything. And we just get together and sit around and and occasionally we'll get out a whiteboard and draw some stuff to visualize, but right. otherwise we just we just go for it. It's kind of the advantage. I found that it's actually pretty much been the best for my D and D experience to just like sit down and make a live podcast basically whenever we do it, because it's like things move at like a real brisk clip. We don't like we don't debate the rules too much, you know, there's and there's no getting buried in the minutiae, which is fun. However, I, I, I love just rolling through and, like, role-playing and feeling like a badass all the time. You know, like, that's that's my thing. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Cool, man. Well, um, hopefully your new campaign goes well. I fucking love D&D, so I, um, I'm always pimping D&D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're starting... Um... Actually, I, I decided I have a homebrew that I've worked on for years, um, but but I've decided that I don't want to put as much work into this one. So yeah. I'm using a module, um, one of the official D&D modules called Horde of the Dragon Queen. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which was like one of the first ones that they produced with 5e. So we'll see how that goes. I'll, I'll report back. Yeah, I just picked up um, uh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, so I'm kind of looking forward to playing that. Okay. Um, now, but, are you? How familiar are you with uh, the Forgotten Realms lore? Um, well enough. Yeah, I read a lot of uh, R. A. Salvatore yes. uh, novels and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I played man. a, you know, Neverwinter Nights like crazy. Um, so, I don't know. I guess I'm not an expert by any means. But, yeah, I, I, I love Forgotten Realms. Yeah, it's great. I, I've, I'm i a huge fan of Salvatore. And 
Um, I don't know if you've ever read Ed Greenwood's Elminster series. Uh, no, can't say great that I series. Have. Great series, definitely recommend. You nice. like Jim Butcher? I feel like you. Uh, well, you obviously like Salvatore as well. You'll like Ed Greenwood. I guarantee oh, it. Sweet. Yeah, I'll check it out. <clears throat> yeah, great, great series about a about a a wizard, a timeless wizard in the Forgotten Realms lore. Oh yeah, Dude, yeah. This guy has like Elminster, a thousand you said? books. Yep. Sweet. Yeah, I got it here. Yeah, dude. Thanks for the tip. Let's check it out. It, it took me aback for a moment. You're like, you like Jim Butcher. I was like, how does he know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually funny whenever, not whenever, but a, a lot of times when Anecdote and I talk, he talks about previous podcasts that we've had. Yeah. And I'm like completely... Like my mind was just wiped from that memory. <laughs> like he's like, yeah, don't you remember that time that you guys were talking about this? I'm like, what? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I listened to. I'm I'm one of those people that can't. Antic is a me. Yeah, I, I'm a Taylor. I can't start a podcast in the middle or at the most recent one and then go back. I started. Yeah. I started Game Devs Quest at the beginning. Oof. And listened all <laughs> the way through to the most recent. Well, I'm really sorry you did that. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. So I did gonna... the same thing with uh, Butterscotch Shenanigans, uh, Coffee with Butterscotch podcast. Nice. Are you going to listen to this one when it comes out? Oh, hell no. I'll skip this one. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this one's going to suck. <laughs> 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 yeah, the first nine minutes were gold, though. So, yeah, what? I've always actually wondered. I listen to every one of them. Really? How many? Uh, do you, how many do you listen to, Rhett? <laughs> uh, I usually don't, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. Um, so like, I listened back to. I listened back to most of the ones that we have guests on. Yeah. Just to make sure that it went good, and I like didn't make a huge ass of myself. Um. <laughs> And, like, yeah, that's about it. I don't really... Like, if it's just you and me, I don't really listen back. <laughs> and that's, like, that's no... Dude, it's just, like, because... Well, at least... <laughs> no, I you know, know. Just fair. Fair. You already just heard done. it. Yeah. yeah. I was You've there, already yeah. been part of the conversation. But, you know, what? it's weird for me, like, because... Like, so I edited the last episode. And you come through I, it, don't you? Yeah, I come through it, like, pretty well. The last one I was a little bit, like, loose on. I dude, you want to know how I edited the last one? I just, yeah. like, went through the motions of, like, my usual, like, m- my usual editing yeah. effects and things like that, and then plugged in the music and uploaded it. Didn't even, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't even, like, press play once on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, for a while there, I was so particular about everything. Like, it would sometimes take me, if it was just you and I talking, like, sometimes it'd take me four hours to edit it. Oof. And I, I'm like, what am I doing? Like I'm obsessing <laughs> over us and yeah. Well, that's know, part of why I don't get too crazy into it because like I when know. we were doing the p- book club and everything, I'd like listen yeah. to it and I would freaking hate how much ums and stuff we'd say. And then I would comb through four hours of audio. I know. Yeah. To take it all out, and I'm like, that wasn't even worth it. Why did I do that? Right. Like, I, I should just. That's how it was. Yeah. This last episode, that's how it was, and I listened to it today, and it turned out fine. So. Me, me and Kane like went from like our first few episodes were like really heavily edited with like really thorough show notes, and then I just like this is dumb. Like, 
few people listen to it. They know what it is. And I just, we literally would record and I would just upload it. Like I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, I would, I didn't even edit it. I did nothing to it basically. <laughs> you know, I just removed like background noise and stuff and that was it. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a pro tip for you, Taylor. Sure. If you don't like how many us and likes you're throwing in, just don't stop say saying it. them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just stop saying I don't them. think I I don't think I'm that bad. It's but... a lot easier to do when you're podcasting in person. Um, yeah, that's and I don't true. know why that is. Like maybe because then I, if you're sitting across from me, I could like scowl at you. Yeah. Um, it's it's a lot more difficult to control what you're saying like from a desk. Like when you're so, just like, you know, I'm staring at my screen right now. I haven't I, I don't see you guys. So it's a lot right. harder to like keep my I guess like my diction right focused and organized well and the you have to that, you have to articulate emotion through your speech right as opposed right. to doing yeah. it in person you can just you know body language works wonders yeah so. for sure yeah my thing more than um i think is i just speak very slowly and sometimes especially when i'm like really thinking about what i'm saying i'll pause for like seriously 10 to 15 seconds sometimes and then so I'll edit that out, but but that's really easy to do. You can just use the in Audacity. You can use the truncate silence tool. Yep. You don't even have to. You don't even have to listen to what? it. What? Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. You just set the threshold. <laughs> yeah. You just set the threshold of like how big of spaces you want, and like what sorts of decibels I think trigger it. Oh my and then, god. And then you can put it to to like what the lowest thing is so like if you have a 20 second silence you could just highlight the whole thing control a go to truncate silence set it so that like a normal speaking volume will trigger it um and it's like any silence of this it's 20 seconds long shorten it to three seconds and so it sounds a lot more natural i guess i wonder how that would work though with uh two tracks you know me and you well we're on separate tracks right well at that point you you could just combine it. You can combine the tracks. So that's like export true. it and yeah. then do it. Yeah, it's true. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. Uh, yeah, the truncate silence tool is one that I I didn't uh, start using until uh, the book club. So okay. it was like well into yeah. GDQ, and I had I had edited like hundreds of hours of podcasts and stuff already, even at that point. So right. Um, yeah. Yeah, and at this point, yeah, it's like. If we really wanted to be like slick and sound sound great and everything, we'd probably have it like all mapped out, you know, have our topics lined up. All oh, that you guys stuff. don't? Yeah, right. Oh, dude, dude, I'm on I'm on schedule tonight. Like we're Whatever, making, we're dude. doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about <laughs> podcasting right at about thirty minutes. It's exactly what I had planned. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys telling me? I, that- you're not going with the schedule? You know what? It's amazing because I have the exact same schedule. See? Taylor's so I don't know where Taylor's at. But. Dude, you, you guys should just go look at this freaking Google Doc of show notes where it's only my typing for the past 112 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> That's because I write the show notes on a fucking pad of paper that I keep at my desk. Okay. And then when I'm writing notes, I have it. All right. Uh, to be fair, I did I did have notes for uh, for tonight. Taylor said, "Oh, you got to bring topics," so I brought topics. I said, "If you want, have anything you want to talk about, feel oh, free." Okay. 
because you're not just a guest host. You're but also you know, a host today. Andrew. You know, you know what's funny is Taylor says uh, you should go look at the Google Docs where I've written a bunch of stuff uh, for the show notes. You should look at our game docs. Yeah, and how right. much. St- <laughs> And how, how much, much stuff I have written in there, uh, and how yeah, much I'm... Taylor has written. It's yeah, true. Shoot. Antics the Called only one to give out. me. Antics the only one to give me some notes on my music, which and is, it was all valuable sounds notes great. too. They were all really good notes. Like, w- like you offered like direction. And well, was like, yeah, it's good. I guess. I guess that's. <laughs> I guess that's where. I guess that's the segue into the music conversation because I was once upon a time a musician. But I'm sure you still are. Well, I haven't picked up. I can't. I can say I haven't picked up an instrument in four days. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you could be like four years, dude. No. Yeah, I was. That was perfect. Mine's yeah. been five no, years. So a couple of days. You know, I, I try to break it up, but. I, I haven't seriously practiced my my instrument in a, in an awfully long time. Do people like my fingers practice? hurt? Just kidding, dumb joke. No one even laughed. That was horrible. I'm gonna edit I'm, that out. I missed it. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you will not edit that out. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> uh, All I said was, I was like, "What people practice?" Oh yeah. Well, you know, you got to keep keep your fingers. Uh, Calloused. Nimble. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah, on dude. the bass, it's calloused. Any other instrument, it would be nimble, but I play <laughs> I play bass, so it's just calloused. Nice. Are you a picker? I'm you whatever pick? you want. I'm whatever you need. You're whatever, you're whatever I want? Yeah, whatever you need, nice. man. When I played bass for one show, I was a picker. <laughs> yep. Dude, that's right. I've, I've yeah, forgot that, that. That was fun. Yeah, we trained Taylor... Uh, to play bass for us one show and uh, I gotta say he did like surprisingly well for like literally never playing a real instrument drums don't count because anybody can play drums <laughs> yeah it's in our tribal nature dude yeah it's a part of us My heart I think, I think just music in general is is a part of of everyone yeah that's true a I rhythm. Agree with that. everyone that true. has a rhythm yeah, yeah. so I don't I can't play uh, anything with real notes, though. Well, what Not about the guitar naturally. that you bought? Or your... Yeah, I don't play it. Like, yeah. let's be real. I, I want offered to. you lessons. Did you? Yeah, I said I... we could do Skype lessons. Oh. All right, let's do it. All right. <laughs> anyway, show's over. Uh, time yeah. to do some lessons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, you used to play in like a... A band that like toured and stuff, right? Uh, tour is a strong word. Well, I mean, Rhett played in bands that toured. Like, yeah, went I'm very liberal with lines. the word toured, and apparently yeah. he's very conservative with the word toured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we played um, all of the California coast. Nice. So that's tour, tour ish. That's pretty cool. Me too. I did that once. Yep. Um, so we we were. You guys were deathcore era, right? Like 2006, 2005 to 2012, 14-ish. Yeah. Um, yeah, ish. Sure. I think I think uh 2006 to yeah, 2014, right? That was the oh. last time I played was 2014. 
Oh, yeah, 2014, July 2014. Yeah, that's when you played drums for me, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. July 26th. No, 24th. 5th? Yeah, like three days before I got married. <laughs> it was the day before you got married. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. That's awesome. No way. <laughs> that's why I was trying and to remember. I couldn't remember. That was literally the last time I played a, my drum set. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole yesterday. you you guys basically encompass the whole the entire deathcore era. Yeah. We were not deathcore though. <laughs> oh, really? No. We yeah, were core. We, oh, that's we were like the core core. era. That's like the yeah. core era, you know, cuz you got your metalcore, your deathcore, your um I mean, I guess metalcore started like 2001-ish. Actually, it started in the 90s, but arguably it gained the most traction like early 2000s. And then like like 2005 was like, I think, like the peak. And then from oh, yeah. then on, Kill you Switch started getting... Engage and all them. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then from then on, that's when you start getting like the stuff that's like a little too overly produced in my mind. Like that's oh, when like... you're talking about gent? Huh? Like gent music? <laughs> gent. Yeah, although like you know, I like certain. I like gent. Yeah, um, I like some of it. You know, like I guess could you consider animals as leaders, gent? Because I really like them. Like, yeah, I consider yeah. them gent. Um, They're definitely gent. But uh, I think Evan Brewer is the basis for animals as leaders, and I, Evan Brewer is like my idol. Oh if yeah. If there's one Dude. basis that I want to be like, it's Evan Brewer. He's insane. <laughs> nice. All those guys, if you watch them play, are insane. Yeah, well, he's a he's a basis for the faceless right now. Oh, oh okay. nice! And and that's They're like one of my favorite. Too. That's one of my favorite bands of all time. Noish. What's your What's your favorite album? I had one of them, and I wasn't super into it. But uh, my favorite um, faceless album. Yeah, Planetary Duality. <laughs> Is that what I? Let's see, which one did I have? I don't know. All yeah. of them are good, those, I think. Those... Um, but you're you're probably thinking of um, becoming a ghost. The the album or yep. band? Oh yeah. Album. Yep. It was. You know, actually, I think I had Planetary Duality. The thing that I couldn't really get into was they did like robot. Yeah, they sometimes. do. They do. It's a, it's about aliens, man. You do some robot I know. voices. I guess. It's I good. Just, like, I think. I think I blind bought it. I was like, man, I hear the the faceless are good, and I bought it. And then I was like, huh, I don't know about this robot voice. I thought they were like just all brutal the whole time. <laughs> no, they they have like clean vocals, and they, they yeah. run the gamut. Really, oh, I think I have that CD now. Oh Do yeah, I? yeah, because I gave you all my CDs. <laughs> yeah, I recognize the CD art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what's funny? I did a um. I used that art in a a Nike collab contest where I made a pair of um, Nike Jeez. SBs with the planetary duality uh, oh, art, and and I got first place in the contest. What? It was awesome. Nice. Yeah. Do you have pictures of those shoes? Oh, probably somewhere. You should find them and post them in the Discord. All right, I, I, if I can find them, I will. That's pretty sick. I really like that idea. Yeah, they were. You they should were have awesome. sent it to the faceless. They would have either loved it or sued you. So, <laughs> <laughs> one of the two, huh? Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's cool. So, um, let's uh, let's talk about 
like what so when did you start playing music are you typical like band kid or uh yep typical band kid if you mean i started in a worship team oh yeah dude <laughs> i think everybody that was into like the cores did you know like does that we, make sense? we used to like pray and stuff before shows so. yeah 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 i started playing bass um because uh the local church um didn't have a bassist and so i was like yeah i'll do it and so they threw me up there with a bass and i just you know turn turn the amp down yeah (laughs) and just pluck away until i started actually learning um and then you know eventually they turned me up yeah that's cool i i think that is as as differing as my opinions on the institution are from when I was younger, like I still think that that's like a great place for a kid to learn to play music. Is that that setting? You know, like it's sure. like the perfect, perfectly safe environment to like expand your horizons. You know, it's like maybe you start turned sometimes, down, but then you get older. It's a safe and, environment. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I I don't mean like just a sweeping statement here. I just mean like off, you know, many times it is that um there are occasions when it is not. Honestly, probably safer than like playing in pet band and just like getting berated and yeah. stuff. Right? Like Yeah. Oh, dude. Savage yeah. pet band experience for me, dude. It's uh, like always yelled at. Yeah. Yeah. Um None of us wanted to do solos because, like, we never did it the way our band director wanted it. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. Our first, uh, our first band director that I ever had, he was just—he was too much. Um, and then the second band director I had after Taylor uh, graduated and went off to college, he was like very fostering of like creative energy and just like l- and like letting you explore your instrument. Like, I feel like that's like where I became like the musician that I am like today was under him um you know i never took band i never i never did yeah i I never thought it was it was worth my time i i I ended up going the computers route instead yeah well it's uh it's it's tough if you don't get involved in it at the right time like i could have easily missed missed the wagon i ended up joining band just because like a friend of mine was doing it and he actually like never joined he just like jokingly told me he did and so (laughs) and so like and i had zero experience with music up until this point like i i could play the the recorder for like music class you know what i mean but um but uh, and then i wasn't even going to play drums or percussion or anything uh which is how i met taylor um but like nobody signed up to do it and (laughs) i was like i guess i'll do it i was like screw it who cares and so I signed up to do it, and that's how I, that's how I met Taylor. That's how I got into <laughs> playing music. That's like the story of my life, right there. Is that like one moment where my friend yeah. lied to me and said he joined band? <laughs> Dude, that's Brett, awesome. It's it's so funny thinking back to like w- how we used to interact back then. Because yeah. like you were two years younger than me. Like I was a I was a freshman in high school, and you were a seventh grader. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, we were just, like, on completely different wavelengths, kind of, with what was going on with, like, our bodies and our minds and all this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I felt, like, nowadays, sometimes I feel like you're older than me. Yeah. uh, 
And I always thought that, Rhett was the older one, so everybody does, yeah. and not just like not just me and Taylor, but like every like dude, my brother's almost ten years older than me, and people routinely are like, "Oh, is this your little brother?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I don't know yeah. what it is. Uh, probably Back- just my condescending well, nature and <laughs> yeah it's the way you talk but i just remember like back then feeling so much like older than you yeah and, i you dude, know i recall like looking up to you so much like being like yeah oh he's so there was much a older. shift in there somewhere and now he looks down <laughs> on you so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep uh, but don't take it personally taylor i look down on everybody <laughs> um yeah no i'm just kidding but uh yeah it is weird i don't know i think the shift happened eventually like well i think uh, it happened when when i was out of high school i think it could be because then i became top dog (laughs) yeah then you were top dog i remember the tomahawk yeah (laughs) tomahawk yeah 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 uh that's funny that was my nickname in cross country yeah Um, oh they didn't call you rat no, they upgraded <laughs> me to Tomahawk. Nice. <laughs> Which is actually like kind of a cool had, nickname. Red had hair that went down like, I don't know, close to his butt. Not that long. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I he see. was one of those like, all the kids that did cross country like during cross country were, were like weird, you know? And right. so, yeah, they were. They all had like their unique <laughs> sense of style. Like, was... Brett's getting called out now. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I was weird too. Like we would wear headbands and high high socks and short shorts and stuff like that, and like not shave and stuff. That's so. you. You're describing you. <laughs> it's like, oh wait, that was that was that time I looked in the mirror. Uh, no, dude, but you embraced it too. That's, I mean, that's why you became the tomahawk. I became the tomahawk because I had long hair. That's what I'm saying. That's I what didn't the whole wear story. High I socks. just okay. Well. My uh, my sports nickname. I played football, uh, but I didn't get as cool of a nickname. My sports nickname was Waddles. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, and you, it, I wonder if you can guess why. Because you waddled. <laughs> Man, imagine. Imagine what, waddling what once you play? and then getting called Waddles for <laughs> several years. Uh, you know, um, when I played football, I was I was the biggest kid on my team uh, in eighth grade, and then I was like the smallest kid after that. So they called me the Wall. <laughs> what? Yeah. Donald Trump loves him. I know. <laughs> <laughs> No, anyways, I'm sorry. Uh, what position did you play? Uh, well, we I, I I was I was in a small school, so um, I played I played two positions. Um, at on once. offense, <laughs> I played yeah at once. Um, no, on offense, I played uh, right guard, and nice. on um, oh well, we also had. I'm not a huge guy, but I'm a bigger guy. And uh, we also, I also played um, halfback on a thing called jumbo offense. 
uh, which is when we basically put like the biggest guys in the running back positions. So like on fourth and one, you play jumbo offense, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but then on on defense, I played uh, left tackle and uh, outside linebacker. You were a bruiser then, man. In high school, yep. Now yeah. I'm now I'm weak. <laughs> I'm a weak IT professional that just sits in my office all day. Right. <laughs> yep. Me too. But not weak-minded. No. That's true. Boom. You're like one of the most disciplined people I know, I feel like. Yeah. I, just just judging off the Discord and, and, and working on another project, I, I would agree. So So here's how I do it. I'll give you guys the secret. I shirk off all other responsibilities. <laughs> Amen. That's the easiest way to be disciplined at one thing is to shirk <laughs> off everything else. Nah, I don't want to do the dishes. I'll do pixel art instead. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go to work. I'll just record some music instead. <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> That's the secret. <laughs> Have you ever skipped work and then streamed on Twitch instead? I haven't done that, but I, okay. you know, streaming—it's eh, whatever. Yeah, I'm out of my streaming phase. I think I'm done with that. You went. I just deep. do it whenever I feel like I want to. You know, I want to interact with somebody while I'm working. Yeah. Yeah. Usually doesn't work That's... out because no one shows up. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, one thing I wanted to ask though is like, what what was your band called? Can we find their music online still? Oh, I've listened to some of the albums. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Should I say it? Should I say it so everyone can go can go I mean, listen? If, if you want, if you, you want can, to, this is yeah, what yeah. We're my here band for was uh, my band was called Casamortis. How do you spell it? C a u s a m o r t i s. Casamortis, Latin. Yep. It is a Latin term. They're pretty good. Cosmortis. By the way. Band. Are yeah, you guys on Bandcamp? Is that you? Yep. Oh, yes. <laughs> Are you about Falls? to listen to it right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. This isn't you guys. Here, I'll, you want me to link you or something? Tom Kemp... Adam C. Taylor, Martin Angel. Definitely not. Is it okay? So I recall you. Five thirty. Yep. Five thirty. Okay. So I recall you you telling us your band before, and me looking it up, and me looking at that other Bandcamp page. They're they're good though. Oh shit. (laughs) Yeah, you yeah you linked it in the Discord there. All right. You're like oh shit, and then Antic's like yep, that's the right one. That's the one. (laughs) <laughs> oh, dude, this is like dope. <laughs> yeah, we got live um, reactions. <laughs> we got decent uh, feedback at the time for the area. Um, that was, huh? you know, the height of of Sacramento deathcore scene. So we had a good following. Uh, we played with some decent bands. Uh, we played with Arsonist, Get All the Girls. Um, I have too. Yeah. Yep, we yeah, they're with... really good. They're from Portland now. They moved to Portland. Yeah, yeah, I did hear something about that. Uh, we and played, you played with, Ford with Shadow Day. of the Colossus, right? 
Um, well, Shadow of the Colossus is from the same area. Yeah. Um, and played for today. today. We played with As Blood Runs Black. Nice. Damn. Um, yeah, we we had a decent run. Dude, Arson's, Arsonist is really good. In fact, I, I've, I was just wearing the, today my Arsonist uh, t-shirt. Yeah, you're a fan? Yeah, yeah. I really liked, uh, at least like, I can't remember the name of the album. Like some of their early stuff I did not really care about and still don't. But um, but at least like when we were playing with them and they were coming through Oregon a whole bunch, like before they moved to Portland, like they were uh, they were really good. Like when they started adding in a lot of like their keyboard stuff is when I started really liking them. Yeah, Taylor, I don't know if you know this, but one of the guys from Shadow of the Colossus is um, a big time country star now. Oh, you told it. me that. Yeah, that's yep. pretty crazy. Yep, they're like um, him. Him and uh, his brother, his brother uh, Jake. Um, he was a drummer. I think he drummed for Shadow of the Colossus for a little bit. He also drummed for. The band called Fate. I don't know if you remember the uh, Fate. Um, and he drummed for, I think, Molotov Solution. Oh, that name sounds familiar. Yep. Um, but now there, he's a studio drummer in Nashville, and he does all the <laughs> drum tracks for. Um, I think his name's Devin Dawson. Was the um, was the guy? I bet he does yep. pretty well for himself if he's a drummer over in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Devin Dawson is the, the vocalist for Shadow of the Colossus. That's now a big-time uh, country country musician. Does he sing country? Yeah. He's a country oh, he musician. Yeah. <laughs> he's like so his shredded name. voice is like well-suited now. I guess so. Country. <laughs> I guess so. I, I was reading something uh, the other day about, um, yeah, he signed to Warner Bros. Records in 2017. Wow. Oh, wow. That's crazy, dude. Yep. No, it's like Skrillex. He used to play for... Uh, yeah, yeah, go man. ahead. Escape, is it Escape the Fade or something like that? No, it's uh, not nope. Escape the Fade. It was like Left Hand... Wait, was nope. it Left Hand? No, uh... um, don't fucking tell me. <laughs> yeah who did he play for? oh from first to last right what from first to, to last from first to first last, to last. Yeah. there you go yeah. there we go Fuck yeah man. and then I mean they were like semi known but oh, yeah. not, yeah. not, didn't not they play as Warp much Fest as yeah they played Warped yeah. Tour yeah, or yeah, yeah. Warp Fest. Who the hell am I? <laughs> I don't know. Did they play that Warp Fest that your kids are talking about? <laughs> uh, that is one thing yeah. we never did. We never played Warp Tour. My friend's band played it, um, but it was kind of a it was kind of a farce. Uh, made me lose a lot of respect for Warp Tour. Um, yeah, we talked about they had like yeah every time the they had like local. I don't know if it was like tryouts or something, but yeah, it was basically like well, a they had a local bands. stage, but no one, no one, no one would go goes to that. Yeah, why would yeah. you go to that? Right. Why would you go to that when As I Lay Dying is playing on the main stage right now, or right. Bad Religion is playing on the main stage right now? Why? Why are you going to go see you know random Tuesday Pistol play Dick on Pete's? locals? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pistol Dick Pete. 
<laughs> That's a pretty good band name. It's that not is bad. A good band name. I'm gonna take that. <laughs> um, so hey, are we are we gonna start doing this bedroom band thing? Oh yeah, I'm totally down. I just recorded a cover of Fleetwood Mac's Dreams yesterday. Turned out pretty good. Nice. Send it yeah. to me. I will. Although I'll send it, but um, y'all can't judge the vocals too harshly because I, I don't. I think I'm gonna oh, redo the vocals. Don't send the vocal track. I'm not sending just the vocal track. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Shut up. Uh, yeah, I just I think that uh, I gotta. Oh, too big. I gotta make it into an MP3. Get out of here. Anyway, I mean, um, you don't have to send it right this second. I'm well, I thought it'd like... be easy because it was on my it was on my desktop, so I was just drag and drop it onto Discord, you know. But um, yeah, not doing that now. Jeez. Um, but it turned out okay. I'm just not super thrilled with the. Um, there's something off about the vocals. Maybe you can tell me. You've got a good. Is it ear. just guitar and and vocals? It's actually piano and synthesizer and drums and me singing okay and like some weird throbbing synth bass yeah it's just uh yeah piano and synthesizer mostly um we'll see if i can record a a cheeky little bass track to it there you go make it extra cheeky Mm mm-hmm but uh, yeah, we should do uh, we should do that. It's fun. We've talked about it before. And those of you guys aren't familiar, like bedroom bands is like a pretty uh, popular uh, subreddit on Reddit. And basically, people just like post stuff that they're working on. They say, hey, you know, I need something to fill this out. Like, are there any sax players out there? Any guitar players can like add a solo to this? Any singers or lyricists can add lyrics to this? Um, and it's a lot of fun. And I spent like a lot of time last summer um, just like cruising through and like finding projects that like needed. Um, last summer I mostly just did lyrics and vocals and I would cruise through and, and find pro- projects and I would just like download, like basically I just like rip their MP3s real quick. And cause a lot of times what people do is like all of a sudden everybody's like clambering over each other to like make music. And so they're like, Oh, I can do this. And they're like, okay. And then if you ask the person that you want, like, if you say, oh, I want to be involved in this, they say, well, I've already sent it out to a person and I want to see what they can come up with. And then they come back two weeks later and they're like, that guy didn't deliver anything good. So then they got to like do it over again. So I got in the habit of like just ripping tracks real quick. And then I would record something and send it to them uh, in a message on Reddit and just be like, Hey, you know, I took the liberty of doing this. Uh, it's just for fun. If you don't like it, don't worry about it. And it worked really well because then like, oh, shit, this is really good or whatever. You know, it worked out really well or um, whatever. So I had a lot of fun doing that. Anyway, we were talking because Taylor's got space for his like drums now. Antics plays bass and does recording. He's got the fucking SM7B, um, (laughs) which which is legit. I just point that out because it's a legit microphone. So Uh, it's (laughs) yeah, it's the best mic I've ever had. that, That was an upgrade. So. I actually got that mic. I did a uh, recording session for um, a fan dub of some anime. Um, and I was just given lines, and I did uh, 53 lines for 500 bucks. Oh, nice. What? Yeah, That's I did crazy. 53 lines for 500 bucks, and I just, I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy this mic. What I was using before was uh, just the Blue Yeti. Oh, yeah. Um, which is, it's decent. Um, but yeah, I recorded those lines on a Blue Yeti and then upgraded to an SM7B. Nice. For 53 lines. Like, you can't beat that. That's awesome. I use a 
beta 58a which is it's actually more of like a live microphone it's like the upgrade of just like the sure 58 sm58 oh yeah um the beta 58a is like the super cardioid version of it and works really well live but it also works fairly well for like recording and stuff sometimes i use it for podcasting and all that but um yeah it's fun but anyway so yeah yeah, we just talked about doing all that making music and stuff so um I wanted to mention for anybody who's getting into... Sorry to cut you off, Fred. No, no, you're fine. Um, I wanted to mention for anybody who may be interested in music, one way to start out, um, and this is... I I still do this today, but go on SoundCloud. um, Find a lo-fi tune where they give you the key and just riff. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I still do this a lot um, just to kind of find find rhythm or kind of like explore a key um, you know find out what notes I mean don't when you first start don't even find out what notes are in the key just start playing notes and things that sound bad don't touch that key again you know if you're on the piano or don't touch that fret again if you're on, on the on a stringed instrument but just kind of riff and play around and find what works and then you'll start to kind of develop a flow and it, you'll you'll be surprised at how natural that comes to you but yeah that's that's a technique that I use a lot is I just go on SoundCloud I'll find like a lo-fi hip-hop beat with like a little melody to it and I'll just play bass over the top of it and it's super therapeutic too dude that's that's a really good idea I do something similar. Sometimes I just find backing tracks uh, for songs, and yep. um, and then I screw around with that. I like the lo-fi idea. I've never done that. I might have to find something because those those groove so well. Oh yeah, it's and, great, and they're open enough that you could definitely um, definitely get some good experience, like trying to like experiment with melody or identifying keys, key signatures, and things like that. That's a really good idea. Yeah, and a lot of lo-fi has, um, they just, they push into like a natural bridge and it's perfect for doing like a solo over the top of, um, so it, it's really fun. Nice. Well, you yeah, heard it here, idea. guys. That's your quick tip of the week. Um, <laughs> <There you> we <go. laughs> should uh, put that at the beginning. There you go. Maybe we will yeah. for feeling really ambitious. That would require me to actually like listen to the the audio and like find yeah. out where this is. Yeah, that might be. Actually, too I guess much. I could jot it down real quick and just look at it. But, um, <laughs> but we're bad. We're past an hour. Um, so if you, it's cool with you guys, I think it's probably a good natural uh, talking point, dude. Uh, Antic, we're we're chatting with you all the time on Discord. If you ever want to come back on again, um, you, you've got an open invitation as far as I'm concerned. Um, a little difficult, like me and Taylor are all over the board for uh, scheduling and things like that. But um, it uh, it might make it easier for us to find the the gumption, you know, if you uh, if you wanted to come back on and yeah, and chat well, some more I just have to force you, basically, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like the Discord. I just force exactly. it. <laughs> just all right, then. It I guess I'll see you guys next week. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it was great. I, I really enjoy I, I really enjoy talking with you guys. Um and I I, I lament not uh having as many interactions uh with you, Rhett, as as with Taylor. Uh but it just so uh, happened that he's 
like a thousand times more active in the Discord than you are. So I mean, yeah. what are you going to do? <laughs> no, that's uh, that's manufactured. I um, <laughs> no, I love the Discord. I really do. But um, unfortunately, like I'm a part of a lot of big discords that are really active. Like yeah. uh, you know, I do a lot of work over at Craft Computing, and so I'm over there. And that Discord has way fewer members, but like never stops pinging. And uh, yep. So it's like, yeah, I just it, and then uh, and then of course the D and D podcast stuff. So it's like my Twitter for a while was like always exploding. My my Discord was always exploding, and it just became a little easier for me to like. Um, just keep my eye on stuff over at Game Devs Quest and only chime in like when it directly like related to me or um, whatever. So I, I, I kind of regret not being more involved, but um, I love the core group of, of people we got over there always chatting. And uh, it's one of my favorite ways of like waking up in the morning and checking on the Discord and looking through it and seeing what people have been chatting about. Because it's always more active in the morning, uh, at least yeah. uh, at least in my time, my uh, time zone. So Yeah, yeah man. The, the other day I got to work and it was like... An blowing hour up. long conversation of like yeah. blowing up, and I'm like, man, this is fun. I like talking. I gotta do some work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, you just uh, shirk off your responsibility at work. Yeah. Right. You'll get yeah. good game dev combo in. Yeah. <laughs> See, and then it didn't help that I spent all summer without cell phone service either. So, um, true. Legitimately, yeah, I, just had no idea what was going on in the world. I literally talked to you like five times. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's rough. I actually have that in my in my notes. I was going to ask you about that, but oh. right, we'll save it for another time. Maybe. Yeah, next time, next time. No worries. Make sure you circle yeah. that one so you don't lose it. <laughs> yeah, cool, in my guys. notepad. Well, hey, is there any links other than um, than uh, Cosmortis that you want to share uh, with um, our yeah, listeners? Yeah, I mean, you can. You guys can check out. Uh, my Twitter at anticdope a n t i c d o p e, um, and I did want to shout out uh, pixelart.com p i x i l a r t dot com. Uh, pixelart.com was actually where I got started in pixel art, and and I'm a new pixel artist. I haven't been doing it that long. Um, I'm just about to cross a thousand hours on a sprite, and I probably oh, wow. have another thousand hours on pixelart.com. Um, so you can check out uh, Antic Dope there as well um, but if you're a new pixel artist I suggest maybe starting there um, there's not as uh, healthy of a tool set but there's enough to to kind of get going so yeah yeah, my Twitter which I post um, periodically I don't like to be beholden to any social media so just whenever I feel like and uh, and pixelart.com those are the two that I would shout out nice and uh, you guys can check that out we'll have those links in the in the show notes as well um, and as for everything for me and Taylor you can f- usually find that over at gamedevsquest.com take a look at uh, Antic's legit uh, vector art logo for us there uh, as you scroll down and find the links that uh, that you want to get your hands on um, with that, I think that's Game Devs Quest this week. Right? Cool, guys. We'll catch you all Thanks, next y'all. time. Thanks, Anik. Cue that music. Yeah. yeah.